0: Where you can also learn more about working with me. Hi there, friend, and welcome to episode 82 of the Still Space podcast how self care attracts goodness to your life, especially in the new year. When you start taking care of yourself, prioritizing yourself with specific practices that we're going to talk about today, you start feeling better, looking better. And this is the real win. You start attracting better, attracting better relationships, attracting better work, attracting promotion, managers that believe in you, all the things that you want, but seem so far away when you're not your best friend, when you're not treating yourself in a way that says to you, I matter this time of year I hear a lot of unrest it's the new year and when we look at where we are in our peace and our satisfaction in our relationships in our goals often we find we're in the same place where we were a year ago and then we're banging our head on the wall saying well what's the point nothing changes I'm not really making any progress let me stop you right there number one To all the people who are doing their best yet sometimes feel it's not enough, it's enough. Number two, to all the managers who sometimes notice that their team members think they're not doing enough, remember your team members are just like you. They're probably thinking they're not doing enough and they're justifying their judgment of you by making you the problem. You all are enough, and we all need to shepherd each other and help each other, reach a hand to each other, steward each other in this journey that we call life. Number three, to all the families who just want a little more time with people they love, the holidays are over, they're missing people, love is a feeling, not a situation. If someone has passed away or you're missing somebody terribly, that love never dies. Death doesn't change anything but the context of the relationship. It cannot kill the relationship, nor can distance, sever a relationship. Love is a feeling, not a situation. Number four, to everyone, who wishes they didn't feel that nagging, aching feeling that robs them of joy? It could be regret, it could be anger, it could be sadness, whatever it is. The fact that you're aware of it is enough to honor it and release it. Honor it. Know what it is, say it out loud, and set it aside because its time has passed. You don't have to seek joy, you are joy. Number five, to anyone who wonders about the meaning of life, am I making a real difference? Is this all there is to life? It's not what you do, but how you do it that matters. How you show up for the people you care about, how you show up for yourself first is an important part of how you show up for others. That's why we're talking about self-care today. And number six, to all the souls questioning their purpose. If you're already living the six points that I just went through, you're doing pretty well. If you want to change some things in your life, you have to change some things in your life. It's that simple. But our minds tell us it's hard because we're familiar with the experience that habits are difficult to change. The process of change is actually very linear and attainable. When you start with an intention, that's in a promise to yourself. That's all an intention is, a promise to yourself. And develop daily practices that align with that intention. I'm going to be kind to myself and prioritize myself, which means I'm going to eat better, which also means that I might have to prep my lunch before I go to work because I can't get a healthy lunch at work these practices that align with that intention, maintaining them becomes easier because the purpose of them starts to emerge. Self-awareness heightens everything. You can gain the ability to see doubt and regulate it before it takes over. This is why we're becoming very keen in the still space of the thoughts that we think without judgment, mindfully without judgment. It might be a difficult thought. It might not even be a true thought. It might be fiction. But that's okay. No judgment. Noticing what we're thinking is the end game. Not eradicating what we're thinking. Noticing what we're thinking. And excitement becomes palpable Because now you're aware of what's going on instead of being driven around like a robot by these underlying thoughts and feelings that you don't want to process, but you act on, and that hamstring your peace, your satisfaction. In this space where you're acknowledging what you're thinking and how you're feeling, you accept yourself with all your imperfections because perfectionism only hold you back from taking risks. You create new thoughts opposed to following thoughts that spontaneously insert themselves in your mind to keep you safe, not thriving, not happy, not at your best self. And in this space, open discovery turns defeat, those defeating and limiting thoughts, into inspiration. And at the end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, you're finally satisfied. You sleep better, eat healthier, have closer relationships, maintain exercise routines, start new things, and lead at your best, not your small self. Yet people don't do this. Why? Because they don't believe in themselves. They don't want to believe in themselves and then fail and have to say, oh, I'm a loser, I failed, which is another fiction thought. They don't believe they can do what is necessary to get what they want. Sometimes we don't believe we deserve it because it hasn't happened already. So by now, if it hasn't happened, there must be something wrong with me. Sometimes people become so consumed with fear, fear of their shortcomings, fear of not being good enough, that they are afraid it will start to affect their whole life their relationship with their partner, relationship with children, health, and all the other aspects of their lives, interests, etc. Worst of all, sometimes people just give up on themselves altogether because they don't expect things to ever change. And they won't on their own. So unfortunately, we play small because if we play small, then we'll just fail small, and this is not a way to live. This situation makes me sad. It's why I coach because I see great people with rich character, rich ideas, execution skills, dummy down their personas while charismatic leaders with little substance get promoted, hired, positioned, respected. You have power. You have the power to create new thoughts and daily practices. You have the power to dream big and know you can do it. You have the power to play big and have what you want. It's not only possible you are betraying yourself if you don't allow yourself to take your rightful place in your own life. It's nobody else's life. It's yours. Own your destiny. The world needs you. Now, what might some of these self-care practices look like? Well, you want to do self-care practices that resonate with you. So think of your interests. If you've always loved to read, maybe a book club is a small way for you to get back to who you are intrinsically. Maybe you've always liked to garden. Maybe working in a garden, creating a new garden, creating an indoor garden for the winter, is something that you can do that's very therapeutic, but is also a self-care practice. Self-care practices might include calling an old friend. It might include scheduling dinner with friends you don't see regularly, and you set up the next dinner before you leave the table from the one You're enjoying that way, there's continuity there. You know, you're going to see each other, the relationship grows. And we don't do these things because we tell ourselves fiction thoughts like, I don't have time for this, I can't even get all my work done, I can't spend enough time with my family. When we prioritize things that resonate with us just us, just yourself at your core you start to see that the world opens up. You are a human being, not a human doing. Sometimes we forget that we need to be recharged, just like a battery, just like your phone, just like your computer. If we don't take care of ourselves, how do we expect to constantly run and serve? Because we show up empty. We work long hours or work harder, just work a little harder. But notice we aren't fulfilled or our work isn't appreciated. Don't push away difficult emotions. They surface as anxiety, anger, frustration, numbness, disconnectedness. This is what we do when we're not taking care of ourselves. And when we learn how to sit quietly and ask ourselves what's really going on inside, That humility creates space for courage. We open up in this space by moving our focus away from all the responsibilities that we have and going to a favorite place or on a walk. The beach always does this for me from the time I was a little girl, I can remember riding in my parents' car from Pittsburgh to Ocean City, New Jersey, or Atlantic City, New Jersey. We used to go there at Easter. And from the moment I saw the beach for the first time, I was in love with it. And that's why most people love it, because it's vast, it's open, it brings them joy, it's unending, the the horizon goes on and on. I understand this. And since I was a child... That's always what I wanted to do. People asked in high school, what is your dream? What do you want to do? Everybody in high school, I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Everybody listed everything that they wanted to be, not me. My goal in life was to live at the beach. Everybody else wanted to be a doctor, a lawyer. It's really kind of funny that I ended up being a CEO of a $33 million organization because my goals were very simple. I wanted to live at the beach and that is because of the peace that I know that it brings me. I want you to know what brings you peace. Is it listening to music? Is it going to a park? Is it running your fingers through the hair of your pet? Whatever that is, you deserve it and spend time in that space. What we've turned away from creeps out in the shadows, back into the light, and though it is difficult to face what we've been running from, a sigh of relief follows when we do, when we can look at what it is that has been chasing us down and say, yep, yeah, I see you. I'm not going to beat myself up about this anymore. It's time for me to move on. Freedom is in sight. This week I had um, client reach out to me on the anniversary date of when we started working together. I was very touched by this experience. It's hands down why I do what I do. And here is an excerpt from the email that she sent me, because this is a great example of what happens when we understand the process of self-care, when we've built our self-awareness to be able to look at our thoughts and feelings, when we can self-regulate the feelings that don't serve us and replace the fiction thoughts with truths that are authentic to us. And here's her letter, Mary Lee. One year after we started our coaching relationship, I wanted to provide you with an update. Something you said throughout my coaching experience was that there was no need to wait for the degree. Just do it. I had always felt as though I wasn't enough to do the things I envisioned one day doing, from serving on a board, to publishing, to presenting, to volunteering, And those feelings of being, quote, not enough were so deep that I didn't even know I was having them until you helped me articulate them through our coaching experience. Since we finished our coaching partnership, I have, and she goes on to list eight tangible accomplishments that I don't want to disclose here in respect for her anonymity. They include a new degree, her giving back to the program that she earned the degree from, a board leadership role in a professional association, her attendance at her first board meeting, a major presentation, protocol for another one, volunteering at a charity, taking the lead on strategy for expansion in her workplace. She goes on to say, it has been so freeing to recognize that I don't have to hold myself back or assume that the webinar presenter has something that I don't have, or that the board member is more accomplished than I am, or that if I jump over a few more hurdles, maybe then I'll be, quote, ready. I'm already there. One beautiful little sign from the universe came the week I was preparing for my big presentation. It was my work-from-home day, and a package arrived while I was reviewing my slides. Inside was a mug from a woman I worked with, a couple of years back. We've remained connected on social media, but I haven't seen or talked to her for a couple of years. There was no occasion or reason for her to send me a gift, but out of nowhere, that gift arrived at just the right time. I hope you are doing well, and she signed her name. This is why after a long day of work, I make time to coach professionals because while I've closed million dollar deals, nothing compares to helping someone rediscover their genius. When I got this email, I was humbled and it just sent a riveting joy through every inch of my body because this is what freedom looks, feels, tastes, smells like. It's when you don't have to worry about anybody else because you've stopped externalizing your life, stopped looking at yourself as if you are up on stage being judged by a whole auditorium full of yourself, judging yourself. You've now gotten up out of the seats of the auditorium, gotten behind your own eyes, and are now looking out at the world and saying, I belong here. This is what I'm good at because you've taken the time to explore what your values are, to understand what your signature strengths are, and to care about yourself. And you think you don't have time to care about yourself. Once you care about yourself, you'll care better about your work, about the people in your life, about the relationships that you have, about the projects that you're working on with colleagues. There's a synergy there. You're not being labeled or stereotyped as too whatever, too old, too emotional, too whatever. So I invite you right now to make a commitment to yourself that there is not one more thing that you need to do to prove to yourself or to anyone else anything about your wholeness and your goodness. You are already proven. And in order to remind yourself of that and celebrate that for yourself, what is the one thing that you want to get back to that used to inspire you, that you'd love to do so much that you could do it all day and all night? I want you to do that for yourself. That's self-care that's going to attract for you goodness in your life, because people are going to see how well you treat yourself. And we teach others how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. So wishing you prioritization of yourself. This time of year, people are reflecting on New Year's resolutions, or maybe they haven't even made a New Year's resolution. Resolutions are notions, Notions are not commitments. They're not intentions. An intention is a promise to yourself to do something. A resolution is a statement, not tied to anything. If you're going to set an intention for yourself, set something that is tied to your values and make sure it's something that's important to you. Not, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. How about, I'm going to eat healthy because I deserve healthy food, not I'm going to find a partner this year. How about, I'm worthy of love. I am love. I give love and I attract love. I'm going to be kind and gentle with myself because I deserve that. And I want others to see that I'm worthy and deserving of love too. Not, I'm going to get a promotion this year or I'm going to find a new job. More like, I want to be doing every day something that resonates with what's important to me, with my values. And I'm going to assess if there's a role within my organization where I can do that. And if not, I'm going to define my transferable skills, my signature strengths, my value proposition, and I'm going to search for a company and a role Where I can apply that value proposition where it will be appreciated and make a difference. That's an intention with self-care and purpose. And when you set it up that way, you attract to you everything that you see and believe. Because the, I'm going to get a promotion this year, is not based in passion. It's based in, I'm just desperate and I just want out of here. That is not the way to move forward. Taking care of yourself first, setting an intention based on your values and what you want, and then tying it to practices that are going to find you what it is that resonates with your soul. Wishing you today all the self-care practices that are going to deliver to you what it is that you truly want because of your commitment to yourself, not because you need to prove yourself, but because you are already joy and you are already bringing value within this world. And we want you to be able to allow others to see that you've got this. Okay, leader, many of you have reached out and asked me what it's like to work with me in my Mindful Leader Satisfied Life circle. So I'm going to give you a very brief overview of exactly what you get in working with me for that six-month program. You get transformation. You get walking into any room, any situation, knowing you belong, having control, having people come to you. But on a tangible basis, what does that look like? it starts with seven one-on-one laser focused individual coaching sessions with me over six months and then access to the six months of live weekly small group coaching calls And because you know I only coach a handful of people, sometimes there are only two or three people on those calls. Sometimes it's only you and me. So that's like another weekly coaching session, and you get to get the perspective of other executive leaders who are in the same place that you are. Get six-month access to my Mindful Leader Satisfied Life time-saving assets, trainings, modules, and all kinds of workbooks that personalize this to you. The self-discovery is inspiring. Can't wait to get on to the next module and see how much more self-control you'll have over those negative thoughts that have been holding you back. There's a private online community where we can share daily questions. But the special bonuses you have 24-7 email access to me. I'm your coach on call. You want me to look at your resume, I'm happy to. Any of the exercises that you're having difficulty with, you don't have to wait to the call. You just reach out to me and I will get back to you within 24 work hours. You're having a problem at work with somebody, I'm your coach on call. There's a leadership intake analysis that I read on my own time so that I can get more background on you and not have to use up your sessions with me. And exclusive to this program, Flow on the Go Weekly Planner, where you can track your routines, track your gratitude, track what's changing, what's showing up for you. Well, what does this look like over the six months, Mary Lee? Okay. Number one, that first month, you notice your patterns, your habits. You start noticing the patterns and habits of others. You have defined your signature strengths and your personal values and you're applying those. And now you're starting to dream again. You have a vision for yourself, for your career and your life. You've stopped judging yourself and others. In month two, this is where I've taught you how to self-regulate with curiosity. You process difficult and stale emotions and release them. You replace your stuck story with how you're not whatever enough. And you are now creating a career plan with confidence, feeling worthy. You have self control over negative thoughts, over your behavior. And months three to six, you are playing blue sky big. You are soaring here. You are self empowered. You execute your career and life plan. You shine, apply for stretch roles if that's what you want. You have better relationships and control over your food intake, your sleep, your exercise, your self-care. You have compassion for yourself. And you know that person that you really dislike? You actually have compassion for them. So there is a link in the show notes, maryleeganner.com consultation. Go ahead and apply. I will reach out. I'll set up a phone call with you. We can go over some of the details, but I'm interested in helping you be that mindful leader with a satisfied life, and there's no reason to wait because it happens quickly. I'm glad you are with me today, and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me.